Okay, this is Prince DJ. Things are doing better than I thought uh, for setting up this concert. I don't know. Uh, I need a, a, a Royal Advisor's Zach opinion on this one. Now, I have two songs opening up on the 8th. And two songs be, uh, being released also on the 9th. Now, how should I do this? Should I do this like a WrestleMania? Uh, do two songs opening for the 8th, which is, uh, should I put the opening act on the 8th, and then do my last, uh, do my act last on the 9th, or should I put two opening acts on the 8th, and then put two songs on the 8th, or put, uh, yeah, should I put two songs on the 8th, of not only mine, then the opening act, and, and then two songs on the 9th, uh, an opening act kind of mine too so what do you think should I do a two part uh, like Wrestlemania or should I do the uh, all in one which is uh, all the openings plus my act um, so let me know where you write the that about what I should do so I was setting things up getting ready and also uh, Zach your interview is up and ready to go uh, I put it onto the uh, Anchor app. App. One that doesn't want to work on iPhone. Not iPhone. Uh, Android, I should say. And uh, Jamie, I put your interview on there. So now the only, only thing I have to do while I'm in Vegas is record my part. And Jamie did a, such a nice job on the announcing me for the concert. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that when, you know, like when the Sergeant of Arms announce the president uh jamie is going to be uh doing that job i'm going to put his uh voice as uh as the announce me getting ready to come to the uh the floor to uh do the state of the union so excellent job jamie by by the way uh so everything for at least the concert and also everything is for the concert and the state of the union is just about set up so Things are really moving at a quick pace as far as uh, what I want to do for the Big D Don is concerned. Uh, I started also working on the uh, slides for the um, Class Clown for doing it online. Uh, and I was told that I could use Google or record Google uh, to do the slides. I don't know how to do that, so I'll probably search a way of doing that and all that that though should be interesting uh but uh yeah i do have to i do have the slides or working on a slide i told them that i what i'll be doing is i'll be submitting a rough draft of the slides and see how they like it and then i will be uh either working on it again or uh put the final more final touches on it and then uh and then take it from there because like I told him this is my first class that I ever teach in my life 
as far as going to the class because it's doing the class is concerned. So, uh, the assignment is not there because I'm not teaching it live in front of the audience because I did have, and I'm gonna say t- 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 that class too because I did have a audience type feel for the class. And so a lot of plans is gonna be bumped heads with me and the CEO uh, while I'm on my trip. And I'm gonna ask him for help because really all my classes are audience interaction. I mean, I'm a comedian for crying out loud and I want them to laugh and everything like that. I wanna have a good time when they're in my shows or in my class and you know, I won't know uh, with, with it being online. I mean, there's a mystery factor to it. So, other than that, uh, I just wanted to update you on the progress of everything. Uh, Saturday and Sunday is definitely ready. I don't know what I'm going to put on there. I don't know if I should put it on Saturday, Sunday, or a combination of the two days like they do in WrestleMania. Or, you know, just, you know, make it, uh, do it like a bang and put everything on Sunday the night before I go to Vegas and all that good stuff. So, back when you hear this program, uh, you're my royal advisor. Let me know. And, uh, you know, we'll take it from there. So, I'm at least excited about these programs that I'm putting together. And, uh, I'm really excited about this community still. I mean, I, mean, I want to keep on doing it until the day that the Lord finally released me and go back home. But, EscapeTheBigDCountry.com. And everybody, it's a great time here at the State of the Union here at Big D Country. And we're still here at the uh, Rotunda here at Big D Country, the Great Rotunda here at Big D Country, the Second Palace. And I'm here with Royal Advisor, Hall of Famer, Zach who is going to be the Medal uh, of Freedom recipient. So ladies, ladies and gentlemen, princesses and, prince and knights, I now present to you the future Medal of Freedom winner, Artist of Tardinaire, Zach. Hey, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, thank you once again for coming to this all-important occasion. I know that you were surprised that uh, that it was announced that you will be getting the Medal of Freedom. Yeah, I, I was really surprised when I said, I'm like, what? Wow, that, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, I want to let you know that the present, uh, the Master of Arms is now coming over right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time that I bestowed upon you the prestigious Medal of Honor and Medal of Freedom of Big D Country to Zach, the artist extraordinaire and Hall of Famer here in Big D Country. Congratulations. Thank you, Deshaun. I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Anytime. Any words of uh, encouragement to everybody in Big D Country that is listening? Just uh, keep following your dreams and uh, uh, do what you, um, yeah, just um, create what you like and, yeah. Speaking of believing in your dream, Zach is an an aspiring artist. And let me tell you, I mean, wow. And 
he does a lot of uh, um, space artist work, and he does a lot of medical work, and uh, they are extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. And there's one person that we both like, but he threw, he threw her, so we both like her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> we, right. both, we both like her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nobody can have her but us. <laughs> yep. Yep. The, the Japanese woman or geisha woman. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about this art contest that you entered and um, that I predicted that you will win. Um, so it's called Shades of Blue, and I think it's from Camo Gallery. Yeah. And basically what this, what this um, art contest is, you make a painting or a drawing and it has to be the shades, um, has to be a shade of blue, um, primary, secondary colors. Um, and you can use watercolor, acrylic, oil, anything, just as long as it has to be blue in it. So. Oh, wow. I know that you was able to fit any challenge because when I when I looked at your artwork and uh, you know I like uh, uh, you know the ones that I like and I was like, man, I mean it makes it so realistic and some of them, you know, make it uh, seem like I'm in heaven or something like that or one of my dreams that I was like, wait a minute, how in the world did this cat know <laughs> one of my dreams? How how did he do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Wait a minute! I didn't even come on the show yet, and I'm over here looking at the artwork, and you had artwork that made it look like I, uh, I was grazing into heaven. I was like, "Wait a minute! How did this cat did that?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's some dream stalk. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I didn't know what was going on back there, but oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Tell me, tell me about the time when this this person who is not going to be a citizen, nowhere near will have a house on a citizen or uh, big D country, try to troll you and take you down and make you feel less enough. Because that made me mad. That really made me mad when when the person tried to do that on you. Yeah, I I, I think so too. And um, yeah, it was really strange. Like he was. Oh, nice. He would like my Mount Fuji um, painting. And then all of a sudden he did a 180 and he would just like, like criticize me and tell me, well, if you, you know, don't, um, don't upload your art if you can't handle criticism. And I blocked him. So. Wow. That is crazy. Now, do you think it is him that probably attacked you and put you in Facebook jail all of a sudden? No, no, it no, it wasn't that troll. It was just, uh, it was just I liked or I over liked post. That that was it, Deshaun. That, that that's all it was. It was just uh, I apparently over. That would make it so hard to market stuff on Facebook when it, when it does happen like that. I mean, I know you heard in the program when it said I've been in Facebook jail, and then when my uh, when me and my wife who was alive and we was dating. It was she the one that had to do the marketing for my show when I was in Facebook jail back at the time that I was going to go, go and go home and I didn't have all these uh, mental health issues and stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, I still do the show because it saved my life and keep me sane, but um, 
that's absolutely is crazy. But uh, I, I mean, so I know how I, I know how I felt because I got mad because when people hurt my citizens, they hurt me. Oh yeah. And uh, so I appreciate the fact that uh, you know that I care for the people that I love, uh, even with this SD SD curse of a thing. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. Now, um, is there anything else that you want the citizens to know about you? And is there anything else that uh, we need to worry about? Uh, who is the royal advisor, Zach, who is the Medal of Freedom um, medal winner? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, before we got out here, you said something that, that really strikes me. Now, now, first, when somebody said that I should be a comedian in Hollywood and stuff like that, uh, you told me that I sound like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. I was like, I would definitely do that role. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, The Simpsons want me. I mean, <laughs> when, tell me when, when, did, when could I start. I mean, when you notice that, how did you know that I sound like somebody from The Simpsons? Because you said the word excellent. I was like thinking, excellent. You know, Mr. Burns. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. You know what? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, I'm a comedian. I definitely would do that role and um, if they need me to. Uh, I don't know if the system is still on or something like that, but, yeah, it's been a while. I've been watching YouTube and everything like that because I try not to stay away from commercials because I'm a layaway person. <laughs> but, yeah. uh other than that, I mean, how things are when, you, when you're in the neck of the wood. I'm pretty sure that, you know, you're able to get away when you want to or be able to have some fun. What what, what do you do for fun? Uh, um, I know that you have your uh, artwork that you're trying to uh, push out there, but what do you do for fun? Um, I, um, I make artwork, like you said. I uh, program. I... Uh, listen to music, uh, hang out with animals, etc. Pet animals, etc. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. And I, I'd like to thank you for always being a, uh, top fan. I mean, that's because that's how, that's why I made the, the, uh, uh, first ever uh, fan hall of fame here at Big D Country. And then when I turned around and shocked you for, you know, naming your, uh, I named you, uh, Medal of Freedom winner, and also you've been promoted to Royal Advisor. I mean, it's nothing but the best for my fans here at Big D Country. If you ride with me, I mean, if you ride or die with me, I mean, you know that's 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 what we do. We're we're trying to be a community. Uh, we try to be a community. We're trying to be a community of those that uh, you know know how it feels to just want to be. You know, mm-hmm. just want to laugh and just want to uh, hear funny stories about, you know, not only me, but also stories that I care about. And I may not be media, but, you know, I'm some kind of media. But, uh, so see, now, tell the people once again 
how did you find my show? And then also how, how did you became such a big fan of the show? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, wasn't it like uh, I found your show, I think, on YouTube or Spotify after we played some games on Discord? Yeah. And uh, I just I I liked your your segments and uh, um I just like how you talked about your rants and all that stuff and yeah. You know what? It's funny because I got on one station because they liked that my rants so good. It's like. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. You like the, you like the, you like the my show because of my rants and stuff like that. I was like, oh my god, it is so. I probably could be what like one of those next uh uh you know radio show that that knows how to do rants very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I love that. I mean, that's why I even have the new segment, Who Passed, Who Failed. I mean, I'm even trying to make that funny. I like to yeah. say, like, who passed, who failed. <laughs> yeah. So but I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep doing all the segments and the rants and all like that to my heart's content. And, you know, I like to keep doing the show until, until it's my turn to go home. So the real yeah. one, what? I mean, it's, it has totally been a pleasure having you here at the uh, the the Rotana. I hope uh, uh, I hope all the palace guards and all the uh, palace people treated you well when you came here. So I hope they I hope they treated you nice. They did. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. That's what I love to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, we have here the Medal of Freedom winner and the Royal Advisor. I do by decree and now promote you. You are now royal advisor at Big D Country. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was the art extraordinaire. Zach, do you have any closing words? And I almost said closing arguments again. <laughs> there I go again. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just just keep doing what you're doing and for your dreams and yeah. Excellent, so, excellent. Well, Zach, I'm looking forward to have you on. Uh, no matter what happens, whether you win or and or uh, well, you are going to win. You are going to win. Uh, let's just uh, let's just let the cat out of the bag right now. You are going to win, and they better let you win too. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm going to say this: keep on doing what you're doing. And oh, how's your father doing, by the way? I forgot. He's oh okay. Um, glad you asked, Sean. Um, he he's doing um fine, and uh, he's um out of the ICU, and he's doing okay. He's he's on medication, and he has treatments, and he's doing okay. Excellent, excellent. Well, Zach, uh, there's some more hors d'oeuvres over at the uh, the floor here at the palace. Go ahead and enjoy some hors d'oeuvres, and um. You know, this is this is our night, man. This is our this is Big D Country's night, so uh, or program. So go ahead and enjoy. Alrighty. And this is the uh, Big D Country. We're going to go back into the State of the Union, and let's roll. And I'm here with Zach again, uh, who is the Medal of Honor. Uh, Medal of Freedom Award winner and also a Royal Vital uh, who just been promoted. I 
silly me. Where is my manners? I just forgot about uh, your medical uh, artwork who uh, should be looked at with uh, by doctors and should be used as for with uh, their lectures. Now, when did you start doing the uh, medical artwork? I I did this like a couple months ago, and I was just randomly thinking about the nervous system. And since then, I've been making nervous system art, uh, art about the immune system, um, art about the brain, um, art about blood disorders like leukemia and anemia, sickle cell anemia. Yeah. Because when I thought, I, I kept seeing, uh, one of them, I thought like the, the high blood pressure, and then I thought another side, I was like, what in the world? How is, the, how is he doing that? I was like, my land, I was like, I, uh, did he not give this uh, artwork to any doctor? And they said, I'm going to use this as my lecture, part of my lecture. You should, you you, you really should use the, uh, go to uh, your doctor or any doctor, show the doctor, and uh, and if he if he or she don't use it as part of the uh, their lectures, something wrong with them. Oh, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I just want to let you know that they're very realistic, and they are, especially as space, especially as space photos. Wow, I thought I was in some kind of space movie when I when I was looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of like Star Trek. Exactly, exactly. But listen, man, I want to thank you again, and uh, but uh, it was my fault there. Sorry, I had to put you. Uh, uh, sorry, I had to uh, uh, steal you away from the hors d'oeuvres there. But uh, <laughs> I, just, I just literally forgot. We was having such a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, thank you very much, uh, Zach, and uh, once again, congratulations. You're welcome, Sean. It was a pleasure talking to you. Excellent, excellent. And hello, man, this has been a great time here at the State of the Union. We're at the uh, Second Palace Pavilion uh, next to the Rotunda, and I am pleased to say that we have someone that came to the Second Union all the way from London, England, and um, and uh, the U.K. area. He is my good friend. The uh, one of the owners from Southwave Radio, and he's also bringing back a part of Southwave Radio, which is Southwave Theater. Uh, he had me on his program a couple of times, and he also has a YouTube channel. And most of all, he's one of the OG um, knights and, uh, that's been a fan of my show, and he told me that a couple of times. Plus, he stayed up late night just to listen to one of my shows. I mean... That is so that is so heartwarming to hear that uh, because you know that you have fans listening to your program. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce the one that will be introduced into the Fan Hall of Fame in a few minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen the inductee, Jamie Dyer. Well, thanks, there, Sean. Uh, that's uh, that's a lovely introduction, by the way. Thank you, thank you. So, well, it's been so long since we've been on each other's show. I was just on your show uh, uh, just this past year, a few months back, 
and uh, it was a pretty amazing experience. Uh, why don't you tell anybody about the show, uh, which is all about uh, create, uh, sharing your passion that you did, and then it was another show that you had me on, and uh, so why don't you share with the rest of the fellow citizens about your great work? Oh my goodness. I mean, where do I start? I mean, uh, the show you're referring to is called The Week Before. I do that sort of maybe once, twice a year, uh, currently taking a break with that. Um, I've also done something called Watching the Wireless. I reused our interview on there, uh, which is about people in the radio industry and, and podcasting and audio drama and such like. And I'm currently doing... Uh, at this moment in time, uh, a podcast dedicated to the 90s and noughties UK pop culture. That's called, uh, surprisingly, 90s and noughties UK. And uh, I'm also doing a podcast uh, focused on British rock band uh, status quo called the Quocast, uh, which is quite possibly one of my uh, more successful forays into uh, podcasting and of course as as you will know Deshaun I have a few um, audio drama things as well and as you mentioned in the introduction uh, a piece of South Waves radio is coming back via the form of South Waves Theatre which I started maybe two or three years ago after the closure of the station and basically what I do in it is I just uh, I, I talk to people locally in my local area and sometimes nationally I uh, haven't quite made it internationally yet, uh, okay. about what they do in the performing arts industry. And that's just a basic rundown. Yeah. So, how long have you been interested in the arts and uh, interested in um, being involved with the arts? I mean, I, th I think... I think I might be might be wrong here, but I think I've always been interested in the arts. Uh, but as is the case with a lot of things that I've been interested in, you don't know you're interested in that way uh, until a lot later. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it's there. You you're like yeah, I like that, but you don't realise just how deep you can go with it. And um, I think my real passion for the arts started when I launched. Southwaves radio because it was kind of the easiest way to get into the local scene, right? Because the local area that I'm in is a big hotbed of um, arts-based activity, so it seemed the easiest way in. And since I've I've interviewed musicians, um, ventriloquists, comedians, dancers, you know, all that type of thing. And I just enjoy hearing their stories. And as you probably know, I, I wanted to be um, a musician myself once upon a time. Uh, so it's, it's sort of dipping a toe in that world, um, but not completely. Now, have you ever, uh, ever interviewed a famous uh, uh, entertainer within the UK? And if not, who is your, uh, who is your dream interview who you would like to interview on your um, podcast? Now, it's, it's, um, it's weird because I like the way you said who's famous in the UK uh, because it's true, right? We have a, a big load of people in the UK who are famous here who might not be you know, known that well in America. Uh, thinking back, I have interviewed 
a few pop stars. Um, I had Lee Brennan from Boy Band 911 about 10 years ago or so. Um, I, I interviewed a few people in that area. As part of um, the Quocast, I've interviewed members of that rock band, um, which, which was a delight for me because I've always been interested in their music, really had a passion for it from a young age. So to talk to the people who made this music is, a, is amazing. Um, and for the 90s and noughties podcast recently, I interviewed a couple of cast members of a... Well, I've now interviewed about four cast members from the TV show Renford Rejects. Oh, wow. Um, who are all famous all famous in their own right. I think they've all gone on to do other things. Uh, and I have recently, and this probably won't mean anything to you or your audience, but there was a guy I, um, I interviewed who's been in the broadcasting industry for about 55 years or something, and he was the local news anchor where I am, and he's been on national TV but not too much, in the last few years and his name is Fred Dynage and I got the opportunity to speak to him and I can tell you that was a joy because this is a guy you've grown up seeing on your net local news bulletin and oh, wow. a bit of kids TV I mean that was a, an amazing experience I mean um, I, I believe your second question there was who would I like to interview or who would be my dream correct is that right that's right. correct. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. Uh, yeah, we so, are. Um, on, on my, in terms of my dream interviewee, I mean, as part of the Quocast, um, one of the original uh, founders of that band, Francis Rossi, I have yet to interview. I'd love to speak to him um, because, you know, it's, it's Francis Rossi. Uh, and... I, I guess there are quite a few others that spring to mind. I mean, I'd love to talk to more people from uh, the Renford Rejects. That would be great. Um, I mean, sadly, I, I do a little bit of, of vintage stuff. There's a lot of people, and I don't know whether you, you get this, I'm sure. There's a lot of people I would have loved to have spoken to who were no longer with us as oh, well. Oh, wow. Um, which, which is a great shame. And I know that the other day, um, sadly, Leslie McEwen of the Bay City Rollers passed away, uh, who was massive in the 70s uh, in, in the UK and in the US. And uh, he, he passed away quite recently. And oh, uh, I, I felt quite sad because I've been a Rollers fan for years and I would have loved to have talked to him about his time in the Rollers and what he's done since because he released uh, an album uh, about five years ago that I really enjoyed. So I would have loved to have spoken to him, which is a shame. There's quite a few people on that list uh, of people who are no longer with us who I would have loved to have spoken to. So hopefully, Deshaun, I've answered your question. Oh, that, uh, that was amazing. You did an amazing job. Now, you are in the Hall of Fame for a reason. I mean, you do all this wonderful stuff. But uh, there was a time when we was on Southwave Radio. I mean, everything was doing good. And I have to talk about this, and I have to ask about this. The time that Southwave Radio was taken off the air. Now, I mean, I got to admit sometimes that it was a little short notice for me because I was, like, scrambling and telling people that uh, where to tune into the Big D. I wonder when I was still doing it. And I know you still was listening to it, but can you remind the the the, uh, the viewers? Oh my God! 
<laughs> well, some radio shows do do TV too, but uh, I guess that crossed my mind. But can you tell the uh, the uh, citizens on why the Southwave radio went away for a while, and um, and how how sad did you feel when knowing that uh, Southwave radio wasn't going to be on anymore? But uh, knowing that you are going to bring parts of it back uh, with the Southwave theater is bringing hope for those that still want to be somewhat involved in radio. So tell me a little bit about that part of the story. I mean, um, as for how I feel, even now uh, it gets me sometimes that it had to shut down. But unfortunately, um, at the time, it felt like I was by myself. Um, I had a great team of people around me, but I was suffering with depression at the time and I didn't really know that that was the case and so yeah there were a few weekends now I think about it that we shut down um, just to give me a break from all the work that I was doing and then eventually um, just as it was starting to find new ground just as I was starting to build new bridges I decided to shut it down really for my own sake but um, almost immediately maybe six to twelve months later I tried to revive it in different ways and uh, for a little while it was going to get relaunched I was actually I mean for for a month I was living the dream because I was employed by a company to relaunch uh, Southwaves radio a year after it had shut down and sadly that didn't come to pass and I uh, I lost my my um, employment with that, but I kept the Southwaves thing going after that um, through Southwaves Audio, um, where I started producing bits and pieces. And basically, knowing that I didn't have much money, uh, it was a good way of, of keeping it going. And eventually, that kind of petered off. And so, Southwaves Theatre, um, which existed on Southwaves Radio, but it was it was audio drama as opposed to theatre stuff, and I suppose it makes more sense for it to be the former than the latter, but do you know what, I, I, had, I had a load of jingles I'd had recorded, and I thought, well, I might as well just reuse them. Um, that mm -hmm. pretty much, if you ever hear, um, I, I think it's Red Horrocks, the voiceover lady, if you ever hear her on one of my projects, it's because I had it recorded for Southwaves Radio, and I've reused it. Um, that tends to be the way that it goes. But then, you know, as, as we said, to, to go to your initial question, um, Southwaves Radio, I, I'm very proud of the things that we achieved in that very small amount of time. Uh, it was two and a half years. It was great to have you along, Deshaun, for that uh, journey, you and your late wife. And um, I feel very proud of it, but also sad at the same time. But then, as somebody said to me the other day, Maybe that was supposed to happen um, because mm. I have found, you know, and, and you seem to have as well, we found success in podcasting, in the form of podcasting and enjoying that. It's not the same as running a radio station. I would be lying if I said I didn't have a few um, scheduling ideas still in my head that I write down late at night thinking, you know, I could put that on at four o'clock, you know, like old times. Um, right. But we, f we found a new ground in, in podcasting. And as for the depression, um, I 
went on medication for a little while to to address that and I came off medication a couple of years ago and um, now it's it's up and down every day but it starts with with Southwest Radio it's it's always there you know its presence um, is always there but it needed I, I, I have to convince myself sometimes that it needed to happen that way you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things happen the way that they are supposed to um, certainly in media Wow. Wow. Now, on a side note there, uh, you know, to be totally honest, um, from one person to another, uh, as you know, I'm still struggling with, uh, uh, like, sort of like the, the, almost the highest form of depression ever since I lost my, uh, late wife, uh, who went on way too early on me. And also my best friend who I've, uh, mentored, in my uh, my days uh, to be a television show host in its own right, and uh, it's really hard. I mean, you got thoughts creeping up to you sometimes that are not good, and um, you know sometimes the world just don't cater too much for people with depression, and it's there's sort of a stigma with uh, people like us who who suffer through depression. I mean, that's why it's not even talked about. But I mean. Uh, even the uh, lead singer, Justin Benefit from Lincoln Park, suffered from depression before he committed suicide. And I did not not want to be uh, him, but lucky for me, I can't tolerate pain. <laughs> but the thoughts are sometimes there. And so, I mean, is there anything that you want to shed light about both of our conditions? And uh, because both of us suffer because of many different things, I mean, it's not just because of spiritual, I mean, not just because of demons or anything like that, but, um, you know, there's other ways that we suffer too. So you, do you want to shed light on, on that? I mean, you could if you want. I mean, you don't have to. No, it's, it's completely fine. Um, I, I think it's, it's the first, first thing to say here is that um, no, no two depressions are the same. Mm-hmm. Right, they're they're motivated by different things. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I you know I just know what I've experienced, but I I tend to know that everybody's experiences are different. There will be similarities, but there will also be um, quite a few differences. And I I think um, I think at the beginning, for me, it was admitting that there was a problem, um, because I was very against medication because you don't know, you know, you're putting this thing in, in your body and right. you don't know how it's going to make you feel or what, what you will do while you feel like that. And so when I started taking it, it, it really, it made a difference. But you realized that you don't stop being you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one thing I, because I had great paranoia about that, you know. Um, but it doesn't stop you from, from being you. It will stop certain things, certainly, from my experience, but it, it won't stop you being you. And so uh, I had to get over that hurdle, that, um, that, that sort of frightening thing of, oh, I have to take this pill. And then eventually you just ride with it. But uh, it's different with everybody, you know, and I think that's, that's uh, what I said at the top. Uh, hopefully that's... Um, that's okay, Deshaun. You know, like uh, I yeah. hope I've said the right thing here. Yeah. No. 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 You're fine. You're fine. You're completely fine because, I mean, 
when I started feeling depressed, I was like, oh, my God, what is going to do with my relationship with the Lord? And, you know, I was like, well, I have been getting, to be honest, I have been angry a lot. And, uh, you know, but it's all due to my depression and anxiety. See, I, at least I know where it's from. I mean, it's not the fact that the Lord forgot about me or anything like that, but uh, it's just been very hard. And then I'm, I'm, I'm been, I've been stuck in one place ever since uh, the pandemic before I moved to a, a city with more attraction because I felt like it was an actual prison without me committing a crime. I mean, it was, I mean, but before I moved, um, I almost had a nervous breakdown the first time we was in lockdown. So I don't know if you heard about when I went to Vegas because if I didn't go to Vegas at that time, uh, I was going to wind up in the mental hospital because it was, it was too much. It was literally too much. I mean, you know, I can't drive because of my disability. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know how that plays, though, especially when uh, this question is going to go towards the lockdown a little bit later. But I'm yeah. pretty sure that you had some experience with uh, uh, depression during the lo uh, lockdown. Care to elaborate on that? I mean, personally... I felt like um, several of my worlds collided when lockdown happened because I um, have had very long stretches of unemployment, which means mm -hmm. you spend a lot of very long days at home, uh, which means that you, you've kind of built up um, uh, something, you know, a barrier against this stuff. And so when lockdown came, I felt not that I was somehow trapped, but it was just every day. Um, the weird thing was everybody else being at home. That was the weird thing, um, that I'm used to being at home. It's my normal everyday routine, but suddenly so is everybody else. Everyone else is posting pictures of their cake or their dog, you know, or a, a park walk that they went on. Um, that tended to be the way that, uh, that it went. So that was my experience of, of lockdown. I mean, now that we're getting towards the end of it, certainly in the UK, um, I will say that I have a, a, sh a shred of, of um, relief that I'll actually be able to go and see people, you know, because you don't realise uh, when you're locked down, uh, before lockdown, like, just how important it is to see people. Um, exactly. To, you know, like, um, my wife and I and, and our little son, uh, live in um, in a top floor flat in the UK, and um, we've we've had each other, which is great. But it is you know it's a very important to go and mix with different people, and so that's the one thing I'm looking forward to when we eventually emerge from lockdown. Yeah, exactly. And no, 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 no. I totally agree uh, because if we don't now, when we first in, in, uh, have this lockdown, see. Each government don't know that people suffer through mental illness, and if we kept up locked up like we're in prison for a long time, we're going to get this mentality that we're locked in a prison and we can't get out or anything like that. And they don't understand it. They just care about keeping people inside and all like that and whatever. And it, it, it just doesn't feel well that people in government don't know how it involves the mind. And it doesn't know that the mind needs to be free. It needs to just escape. And they don't understand that. No, I, I, I guess not. I mean, I'm, 
I'm not going to comment either way because we're steering into okay. political territory, and I I know not to to battle with you when it comes to uh, to political matters, Deshaun. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I work with all kinds of guests and um, all kinds of opinions, so that's fine. I mean, you have you do have a choice here when it comes to a uh, big T country. You know that, so you do have freedom yeah. of speech here. <laughs> So, well, Jamie, um, now that the lockdowns are getting ready to hopefully end uh, around the world, um, what is your expectation and what are your thoughts about the lockdown being um, ended? And uh, are there vaccines going around in your country? Now, um, I don't know if you know or, or I know you've seen on Facebook that I have been fully vaccinated and I also shared my experience about the vaccination. So how do you feel about this, uh, everything about the lockdowns uh, being coming to an end and the fact that uh, people are getting vaccinated? Well, in reference to what I said previously, I'm glad it's coming to an end because while I had the tools to survive during lockdown, um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing people and uh, you know just being outside and being free as you might term it um, I'm glad that people are being vaccinated uh, against this um, this virus I unfortunately haven't had that vaccine yet because the way that our thing works was they uh, started off with vulnerable individuals and then they went by age groups and I think oh. at the time of recording they're currently at I, I want to say 40 to 49 right they're, they're currently in the 40s I'm 31 years old it might be a little while before I hear from my local GP um, but uh, I I will be getting the vaccine because I think for me it's it's one step towards being able to see people you know, uh -huh. and um, we have all these other vaccines as well that we've had during right. our lives. Right. Exactly. I mean, we got the flu shot and all these other shots, like you said. And so, I, yeah, I, I'm agree with you. Yeah. And uh, so, I am I, I, like me. I am so uh, convinced that when things start uh, getting back to normal. Uh, hopefully the strangeness of this world won't set in too long because, you know, if it does, it's going to be crazy. Like, like you want to get back to uh, uh, Southway Theater, and then you're... Oh, by the way, you have a YouTube channel. Tell the listeners about that. You have a YouTube channel, come to think of it. My goodness. I mean, I have several. Um, I really need to... I mean... I, I watch these videos, How to Succeed on YouTube, and they all have very interesting um, views on things. And one of them is, don't have multiple. I have multiple, so therefore I'm not a success. But um, I have one for the Quocast, which I do, which is tied in with that podcast. Um, I did have one with 90s and Noughties UK, which I might be closing, but I don't know. And I've just started a personal uh, YouTube channel to do vlogs, um, reviews, reaction videos, and I've just I've done a couple, two or three so far, um, a couple of my uh, vinyl collection, because the thing is, in the last maybe two or three years, I have really um, come to appreciate the wonder of YouTube. All these YouTubers that are making this amazing content around subjects that I'm interested in. I love... Um, 
people like Oddity Archive, um, Ben, who does all this kind of weird stuff about vintage things, you know, looks for the unusual. I like people like uh, Food Insider that make those wonderful Food Wars videos, the comparison between the US and UK fast food restaurants, which is astonishing um, to, to watch, you know, things that you wouldn't really see on TV a lot. And uh, of course, things like, I love food videos. Um, I, I'm really enjoying at the moment Rafael Gomez, who is a, a YouTuber. He does a lot of very fun uh, food type things. I enjoy this series, Julia Tries Everything, which again is an amazing um, YouTube series where uh, she goes to these restaurants and she has like entire menus. She'll try like a little bit of everything uh -oh. and she'll have these spreads of like 10 plates. It's such an amazing visual. Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Are you there? I'm here. Hello? I am here. I am here. Jamie? Hello? Hello? I'm Jamie? speaking. I'm speaking. Hello? I am speaking. Hello? I am speaking. Hello? I am speaking. Hello? Hello? Okay, uh, I think uh, my mic might have uh, went off by accident. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I hope it still was able to pick up. A, uh, can you please remember saying just in case uh, that it wasn't picked up? Cool. Well, um, yeah, there's that series, Julia Tries Everything on YouTube, which is this amazing series where she goes to restaurants and she tries, uh, like, the whole menu. So she'll sit there and she'll have 10 dishes in front of her, all of a particular kind. And she's been to all these places in America. And I find those YouTubers are really interesting, um, really interesting. And so I was inspired by them to, to kind of pick up my camera after years away and do something that was very visually focused because everything I do is basically around either the written word or audio. So basically the information you're taking in via your ear or your mind. Uh, whereas um, the visual side of it has really passed me by. So, yeah, I'm, I'm inspired by uh, a lot of those YouTubers who do that stuff. So that's why I've just started a YouTube channel. Cool. Well, I, I, I would say continue to follow your dream no matter how hard or like myself when I'm facing a brick wall all the time. I mean, you know. Uh, that seems to kind of be the running theme these past couple of years, but you continue to do your dream because your dream is what came to you, and you you have a passion for it. I mean, you you love doing it, and um, I mean this is why I'm inducting you to the fan holding fan, not only because you've been an OG of the uh, Big D Dome before I made it before I themed it, and before I made it into a country into a community, but you showed passion, and that's something that we do here a lot in Big D country. So, um, but uh, with that, now, um, do you have anything with, or you want to have before I uh, award you and induct you into the uh, into the Hall of Fame? Well, I mean, unless you're looking for a speech afterwards, I will say. But um, I'm, I'm very honoured that you want to induct me, and, and 
I, I know it's been, what, about eight years or something since we first met online, uh, which yeah. is, you know, which is mind-blowing to me. Where has that time gone? Um, just really, as I say, it's been an honor to, uh, to be inducted. Excellent, excellent. And you deserved it. You deserve it. I mean, you share your place with uh, Zach, who is another fan and another fellow knight who is uh, now a royal advisor here at Big D Country. And uh, you are one of the prestigious few that made it to the Fan Hall of Fame, and hopefully there will be more. But you're part of the, uh, you and Zach are part of the top 1% here at Big D Country. So, uh, Jamie, um, it is my high prestigious honor and it is my pleasure to bestow and decree upon you that you are now a part of the Big D Country Fan Hall of Fame with all the rights and all the privileges that pertain thereof and to. Ladies and gentlemen, I now pronounce you and I now pronounce to Big D Country the second member of the Hall of Fame, Jamie Naya. Congratulations. Thank you, Dashon. That's um, very kind of you. I feel very honored uh, to have been bestowed this award. And uh, please, 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 keep in contact and um, keep up the good work as well uh, that you do with Big D Country. Thank you. Most likely will do. And uh, let's not make this a habit of being strangers on each other's show like I said on your program. Uh, let's not make it another eight years, okay? <laughs> no, definitely not. Exactly. So, well, um... Unless uh, I usually like to give my um, my guests the final word, if they have any final words that they would like to share uh, before we end this interview. So uh, I offer you the uh, the floor for final words and um, all that great stuff. <laughs> oh, the final the the floor, the final words. Wow, that's um that's a lot of pressure. Uh, so yeah. Um, Thanks, Dashon, for having me on your show and for bestowing me with this award. And uh, I would like to say that if anybody is interested in what we've been talking about today, then um, you can go to Linktree. Um, it, it, it's like, yeah, L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E forward slash J Dyer 89. That's J Dyer 89 on Linktree. And there you will find a link to all of the projects, video, uh, audio, written and otherwise uh, that I am currently and previously been involved in. Uh, so yeah, go and check that out. That's um, L-I-N-K-T-R dot uh, double E forward slash J Dyer 89. Well, Jamie, uh, thank you and congratulations once again. I hope you enjoyed the hors d'oeuvre that we were serving or the snack that we were serving uh, here at the uh, palace with everybody. So, um, and I hope you had a good time and I hope, uh, you know, the palace guards and everybody here at the Second Palace treated you well. Thank you. Yes, very much so. Excellent. That's what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear from my guests. So uh, we know we're doing our job. So, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank Jamie Dyer, uh, the uh, head of Southwave Radio, who's bringing back Southwave Theater. He is now a part of the Fan Hall of Fame. Uh, he has had a lifetime induction, uh, along with Zach and our other honorees, uh, our other um, honorees that will be announced later during the Hall of Fame. So it's been a pleasure, Jamie, and thank you very much for coming on uh, onto the program again. Thank you for inviting me. Excellent. This is Prince DJ. We're Big D Country Strong, and we are... Out. Mm-hmm.